and welcome back to another episode of So Jaded. My name is Jade Rodriguez and woo, wow, I have missed this, okay? I really love this podcast. I love everything about it and I just wasn't able to do an episode last week. I was really busy with a lot of things, but I am now back and so ready for today's episode. We are talking about the show High Fidelity on Hulu. It is a remake of a movie that actually came out 20 years ago. John Cusack is in it. I will talk about my opinions a little bit later on. Um, The show actually features the wonderful Zoe Kravitz. It's set in New York City. And I'm talking to my cousin Kayla today all about it and how she related to it so intensely the first time she watched it. So get excited and let's get into it. Well, hello. I'm this is exciting. Um, okay. <laughs> So I guess, first of all, Kayla, you should introduce yourself because you wanted to do this episode. You were the one who basically convinced me that we should talk about this because you really related to the show and you were like, you were so grateful. I was like, do you want to just like do a podcast episode about this? And you were like, oh my God, Jade. Yes. Thank you. Like you were so grateful. So just introduce yourself and explain why you love this show so much okay hello my name is kayla but i also go by pax Mm -hmm. Um, yeah i'm jade's cousin this is super cool but super weird but super (laughs) cool we're cool um and yeah i was like super grateful when jada asked me to do high fidelity we were gonna do can i say what we were gonna do instead yeah sure so we were gonna do insecure which love that show of course so good after watching high fidelity i was like yo what like i've never related to a character more and it's zoe kravitz so for me to feel so you know like related to it to a character into a role and also be her it was just like can we please talk about it Mm -hmm. that's true you've seen zoe kravitz in the flesh before i have with vanessa we were like driving. I don't know where in New York City we were driving, but like I was just in the passenger seat. Vanessa was driving. I'm like, is that is that Zoe Kravitz? And it was her. And I was like, oh my god. So I tried to get out my camera and take a picture, but it's just a blurry picture of her walking. <laughs> <laughs> She's so beautiful. I so in order to prepare for this, I not only did I binge watch the show, I watched it all on Monday, but then I also watched the movie. Did you know that it's a remake? Yes. Oh, yeah. We were talking about this. It's a remake of a movie that came out in 2000. And I watched that shit. I didn't want to watch it, but Allie convinced me to watch it because Allie was like, it'll be great for the podcast. And I was like, all right. I was like, I think I'm going to hate it, but I'll watch it. It was terrible. I knew I was going to hate it, and I did hate it. It's basically just about a white man complaining. I don't know why it was popular. He's very sexist and, like, a horrible person. But I think they did a really good job 
and like Zoe did a really good job like making it her own thing and I'm I'm really glad that it exists as like a different thing now um and I really like the story the way that it is right now um so, so that is a different story, right it's a it's along the same lines but kind of switched up a little bit like it, it is Rob is a guy in the original, right? Yeah. So Rob is a guy in the original, obviously now played by Zoe Kravitz. And it's the same thing where like, but the whole movie, basically the whole point is that like he's going through the his list of like his five top heartbreaks. So like, you know how there's like that episode where she's going through that. But it's the reason why I like the show better is because it's more about her realizing that like she has to treat the people around her better and like she has to like change and he doesn't realize any of that in in the movie and it's and it's weird like the characters are also different too um but but yeah the show is so much better um okay what do you want to talk about first um Okay, so first let's discuss, because I think as someone who is a creative or an artist, the passion that these people have for music mm-hmm. and how when you're so passionate, it's kind of like you're forced into communities where people are also passionate. But a difficulty that you have in life is being around other people that aren't as passionate and trying to connect with them because that's really like, you know, the core mm-hmm. of what you want to talk about you know yeah i like her relationship with the people around her which i think has a lot to do with what you just said because the way that like her brother kind of like deals with her and like i say that with quotations because they have that moment where like he blows up on her in the bar when he's like really not sober um like this feeling of just like you're this person who's kind of like ruining everyone's mood or like you're always in your own feelings, like blah, blah, blah. Like I feel like me and Kayla, like we really feel that a lot when it comes to our own family. And I think they also like represent that a lot for us. Yeah, in a sense, but more so like like we see with Simon. So Simon is her best friend who initially she dated and was part of her top five heartbreaks. You see once they go into Simon's story that Simon kind of struggles a little bit with like kind of like the love in his mind of his life. Like he Mm -hmm. just can't get away from him, you know, but that guy just is an end to him. And we see that for as being the audience, we see like, damn, he's just like a player, a boy, like, stay away but he can't see that and you can really see like at the conversation at the bar Simon was like really getting into music and these bands and the guy was just like oh like yawning and <laughs> so you you can kind of you can you can see you know with all of them how invested they are in, in music. yeah the passion is like really obvious and um Clyde like which like one thing that we really have to talk about is Clyde. I love Clyde. I love him so much. He is in like one of my favorite movies, How to Be Single. You know how I love that movie. He's also in that movie. I love him. And um, their conversation outside of the bar 
you know that the conversation they have where he's like i i will do this with you like if you want to do this and she's just like i don't know like i was dying kayla i was dying i was like oh my god because it's such a romantic conversation and he's he did such a good job but like when Clyde talks to Rob, like he sees it as like her being really passionate and he admires that about her and like he loves that about her and like really likes that about her. You know what I mean? So I think it also just shows like find that person who loves that about you, you know, and like loves that passion about you, you know? I think another point too is I don't know, I feel like you have a lot of viewers who are uh, a little different, a little eccentric, more artistic and not afraid to be themselves, you know, kind of people. And I think that when you're one of those people that you just kind of are, you know, different and you stand out a little bit, you can tell, like, she called him the best, you know what I'm saying? Like, Like, the best, because they're just so different, you know, like, you kind of it's easier to mesh and to just find a a partner suitable for you when they are kind of like into the same things as you and have kind of like the same style. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, you're on like two different wavelengths. Um, And I don't know if it's because of Mac, you know, that she's just like really afraid to get into it. Or also the fact that they're just such different people, you know, that it just doesn't click. Mm -hmm. Well, okay, let let let's get into it. Yeah. Why did you cry at the end? Why did I cry at the end? I cried because I'm literally her. Like I'm her. You know, so I'm watching and I'm like like damn. So he's never going to come back to the other side of the rock. Like he's not coming back. And you know, I don't I mean, can we do spoilers here? Is this, this is just, you know. Yeah, it's fine at the end it's like he was just walking with his his fiance and like it's just it was it was so dumb to me at the end like you're with someone that clearly you're not in love with and this girl is just like so pathetic holding on to him you know what i'm saying like when two people are in love they're gonna find their way back to each other most likely but it's also if you're that person that's with that person that's in love with somebody else it's like why are you holding on to someone so tightly when you know what I'm saying? Like I could never be like a second choice. I have to be number one. Like if you have to choose between me and somebody else, choose that other person. But this is crazy. It's crazy because this is the first time that we're really like talking about it since I've watched it. But we definitely thought of the show in two completely different ways. I was really happy that her and Mac didn't end up together. Because when they kiss, when you find out that they had that final kiss, I saw that as them realizing that they were not meant to be. Yes, that kiss, I saw it as like they kissed and they realized they were like, this is officially over, like this is officially done. And then when Rob had that conversation with Clyde, she was like, all right, like now I'm going to work hard to like be the person that like Clyde deserves because like Clyde obviously really liked me and I like didn't treat him like he deserved but i mean like it's 
I mean, Mac is obviously like really cute, like definitely like the older, like professional, like deaf like guy that she definitely I think needed for her at that time. But now I think it's Clyde. I don't know. All I know is I'm manifesting a man like Mac, okay? <laughs> it's gonna come true enough. You'll be here. Ooh. Kayla's manifesting. I feel like so at the end, I also relate to Clyde. I relate to almost like every character. I knew you fucking did. I knew you fucking did. Yeah. Sorry. I was looking at Clyde and I oh, you know who I was also looking at? Sharice. And I was like, I bet you Kayla like really, really felt Sharice's vibe because poor Sharice. Yeah, because I'm like, Kayla just wants to be like taken seriously as an artist, like trying to find her tribe, like trying to find like similar creatives. You know what I mean? You can tell that she's hurting and she's in pain, especially like I, you know, it may be race, race wise. I don't know what time this is supposed to be in, but, you know, when she does that little poster, you know, someone, you know, looking for a band, you know, a singer or whatever, a band. And someone asks for Sharice and they see her and immediately they walk out the door. I know. So, it's like, what the fuck? Yeah, I'm like, what the hell's wrong with you? So it could be, it could be race or it could just be um, how difficult it is to not fully love yourself because mm-hmm. you don't necessarily fit into the box of society's like beauty standards. You know what I'm saying? And I feel mm-hmm. like she struggles with that a lot, seeing Rob just like, messing around you know what i'm saying like with these with these guys and just like yeah. it just happens coming for her and it just doesn't happen like that for sharice so i relate to sharice a lot you know in a lot of ways but yeah it's cool. but she's just she i think the end was the most beautiful thing we finally heard her sing too at the end i'm like that was another reason i was crying like, what better way to end it than to put Sharice singing with a beautiful voice? It was just beautiful. Yeah. I definitely agree with that. Like, for sure. We finally heard her sing. And, like, Rob giving her the guitar, like, yeah. shows how much Rob has, like, grown as a person. And, like, she finally understands, like, I don't know, like how to be there for her friends and just like, yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, what we were talking about, like, you know, kind of feeling like the person that, you know, we just go through a lot. I think that our generation doesn't get the, like, the validation in our issues. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a different generational issue for us than it was for our parents and their grandparents. Like, now we have a lot of just like self esteem issues because of social media. And, and uh, I think Denzel Washington said it, he's like, what is the effect of having too much information? Mm-hmm. He said, we don't know yet, but we'll, we're, we're finding out. We have so much information at our disposal that, you know, it's just, it's, it's difficult to handle that and everything else going on in life. So um yeah, I just feel like a lot of us, a lot of us deal with that. Yeah. But, yeah. No, we see that. We see that a little bit with um, Rob uh, when she first finds out about Lily and she's like searching all through Instagram. She's like, I just want to see what she looks like. I just want to see what she looks like. Like, 
I feel like we all relate to that so much because we all know what it's like to just feel obsessive. We're going through people's Instagram pages, their Facebooks, like we're trying to figure out like what they like, what they don't like, what they look like. It's it's crazy how much information we can find out about one person and we definitely see how that affects Rob and I mean anyone can relate to that. Yeah, but I feel like Rob, she's one of those people where it's like she's just down and and people don't really get it. Like her everybody sees it as her being selfish mm-hmm. when it's like she's just trying to deal with her own her own things, you know, like towards the end of the season, Simon was like telling, talking to her and you could see her spacing out and then him asking her the next day, yo, remember like that shirt or whatever? And she's like, what shirt? And it's like, dude, I just had a conversation with you yesterday. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's like you're just spacing out and not being in time, like not being in the moment. And then your life just like unraveling and all the relationships coming undone just because you can't remember things you know what i'm saying like, mm-hmm. zoe kravitz is beautiful i think she did a really good job oh fuck i forgot to research it but apparently she has like a writing credit on imdb for one of the episodes it said like episode five or something like that and yeah. I'm not sure if she like wrote the full episode, probably not. Or maybe she just like helped work on it. I think No, like I'm looking at my notes and I, mm, I don't know if I should even say it. Cause you know what, Zoe, I love you, but that, you know what? Sorry, Zoe. Cause this is room for improvement. That wasn't my favorite episode. Not to, not going to lie. That was the uptown one with her and Clyde going uptown. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it kind of showed us though, her and Clyde just not not clicking. Like they were in the car and it was mad awkward. But I mean, not my fave. Kayla, he gave her the record. Yeah, but still, it was just like super like, I don't know, not my favorite, not my favorite. But- no, I do agree with that. But it it definitely wasn't my favorite episode of the season. Um and also, I didn't realize what that episode was trying to do until I read an article about it. They were saying how that episode basically was supposed to make Rob see, like, I guess a little bit more of how she was kind of being a little bit of a bad person or like how she could be a bad person because we don't find out that she cheated on Mac until the end. So like she has all of that self doubt and like all of those bad feelings about herself throughout the entire time. So that episode is her feeling shitty about herself because she's like, if I take these records from this asshole who cheated on his wife, then like people can take my records away from cheating on my fiance. And it's like her, like relating those situations but i was annoyed because i was like come on now i was like just fucking take the records like i was like what's the big deal seriously i was annoyed the entire i'm like yo like just take it like shoot. i know like, so so annoying i do want to touch on something because i realized it the second time that i watched a show it's like when you're dating um because you said something about like you know, later on, kind of see that she's a bad, uh, you know, is she a good person, bad person? When you're dating, it's like you're trying to see someone's intentions, you know, just yeah. like God was trying to see like her intentions. Like, 
what is she doing? I think when you're dating, that's kind of what you're trying to figure out. Is this a good person? Is this a bad person? But that doesn't necessarily mean that they're all good and all bad. Just like we see from Zoe, because we got the backstory to Zoe. From the outside perspective to all her friends, it looks like she's a selfish person and she looks like a fucking asshole. When really it's like she has her own things going on and people just don't necessarily see that. So good person, bad person, we really don't know. But at the end of the day, we just, yeah, we just don't, we just don't know. Sometimes it's obvious. As long as a serial killer and they're going to kill you, bad person. <laughs> well, yeah. But it also goes the same way for Mac, too, because everyone thought that he was a shitty person because he broke up with her. Hey, oh, my God. The first episode, seeing him do that, I'm like, what a I know. And then you finally and then you finally hear him talk about it. And then he's like, I thought you stopped loving me like we like our relationship just wasn't the same, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, damn, like he just really felt some type of way about it. Like, so can we talk for a second about that? Because that I think that's what made me like cry, too, is like the difference in perspective, Mm -hmm. like in his mind. Just seeing like his his side of it like he I don't know man I feel like you can like a lot of people can relate to just creating these stories in their heads and not entirely knowing like what the other person is thinking and us thinking the worst Mm -hmm. and sticking to that narrative in our minds when really that person has an entirely different experience of your, your, your experience together, you know? So it's interesting to see that because it makes me think like, I'm thinking all of these things in my head of, you know, what the situation is. And this person has like, that you were pushing them away. Like you were pushing them away and you didn't even like know that. Mm. You know? I think Zoe was giving us all the acting when they got off the rooftop and she just like started like bawling in the staircase. That was really good. <laughs> you had a really shitty birthday. Yeah. Like, in your 30th birthday. Oh, the entire time I was like, just call Clyde. I was like, why are you hanging out with Mac? Well, okay. Do you think she is a dynamic character? Absolutely. But I think she's also very dynamic, even when it comes, I think a lot of people can obviously relate to this if you're mixed, but you see that her mother's white when she talks to her mother on her Mm -hmm. birthday. And you see Sharice kind of saying at one point, she's like, oh, the black youth's coming out today or something like that. I think a lot of people that are mixed can relate to uh, just not feeling, and I think uh, that may be why she's so annoyed with Sharice. Yeah. I think it's really apparent that the people that work at the store, Rob and Simon, they they like Sharice, they enjoy her company, but it kind of they she kind of annoys them a little bit. And I think for Zoe, that may be one of the reasons that you know that annoys her so much because it's hard when you feel like you can't really fit in either or. And then you have someone, you know, on top of you when it comes to like, oh, bringing it up. You know what I'm saying? So Mm. I feel like she's dynamic in so many ways. So, so many ways. But yeah, how do you feel like she's dynamic? It's weird. It's like she's someone who wallows a lot. 
but still is constantly thinking about herself and like what she's doing like she she's not necessarily thinking like oh how can i change like how can i be better but she the whole reason why she starts the like um talking to like the top five like all-time heartbreak list people is because she's like why did they break up with me she's like she has this like need to like figure out the past and like selfishly figure out like what the fuck happened and like why those things happened and i think she's dynamic because like i know people who are like her and also just because like she just seems like a real person to me genuinely you see her be friends with simon you see her be friends with sharice you see her relationship with her brother she is friends with so many different kinds of people and i'm like if you if you weren't dynamic, like you wouldn't be able to have conversations with all of these different types of people, even when they're sitting there and they're um, they're with Mac and Lily and then like Clyde comes in in the bar like that whole conversation is just like so normal. And so all of the conversations are really normal. Like she's a very normal person and who's just going through a lot, you know, so like that's i think that's how she's the most dynamic to me is like through her relationships she's just someone who's going through a lot can we also talk about because i don't think she gives herself enough credit she's such a boss ass bitch like mm-hmm. you have your own shop you have your own business you have your own apartment you know what i'm saying like you like she just she exudes bbe most bitch energy like that's who she is and she doesn't even realize it because she's just so much into like her her into her head she's so into her head it's so into the past that she can't even like really enjoy but that is so realistic there was there was a scene because like on a daily basis as women like we just don't understand our worth like we just don't understand like how great we are there was that scene um where she was like walking down the street and i'm like staring at zoe kravitz and i'm like oh my god you're so motherfucking beautiful like blah blah blah. and she's talking uh, she's passing these like beautiful blonde models and she's like i feel like not worth it you know like this like living in the city you know you feel like not pretty enough and like not skinny enough and like not this enough and i'm just like everyone wants to be like you like but but like her obviously like her as a character just doesn't feel that way about herself but like that's very realistic you know what i mean because living in new york city and like being in that environment like you're constantly surrounded by people who are like making you question your your self-worth even though we know that she's like so amazing but but still it's realistic i thought about that too as her in her character right and then also out like as an actual human being like the zoe kravitz but within her character because we talked about social media and everything mm. like you see i don't remember her her name cat monroe or something like that who was like her girlfriend for like i think over a year or something they never clicked and at the end she was like cat's type white you know like white blonde you know, yeah like, so that probably had something to do with her, you know, like you said, like mm-hmm. not feeling good enough, not feeling worthy enough because 
she feels like she doesn't meet that, you know, beauty standard at the time. So I think that has something to do with it. But then also me thinking about the real life, you know, the human being um, that she maybe feels insecure about so many things and feels like she's not good enough. Because that's just like, that's every woman. Mm -hmm. That's every man. That's every woman. We just feel like we're not good enough unless we are kind of raised maybe to have such high self-esteem or until we like work on ourselves enough to fall in love with ourselves, you know? Yeah. Just makes you, it just makes you think and wonder, like someone as beautiful as her, who's an icon by just breathing and who knows what she's going through. We didn't really talk about it. I feel like that guy was like, eh, mentioned in the show, the guy that he liked in the coffee shop. And I'm saying, like, oh, yeah, it's kind of brought up every every so often. But but yeah. then I think that was just like an important part about mm-hmm. just like moving on in general. I agree. Making the right choices for you, not getting caught on someone that, you know, is not good for you and is going to keep on playing games with you. Like, that's why I respect him so much. And mm-hmm. you know what? Simon is the reason why I'm making better choices today. Because I realized, no, 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 no. The games, we're too old for the games. We're too old. The show Simon is so much better than the movie Simon. The movie Simon is just like weird. and But he is so likable and like sweet and nice. I love when um, Rob was like, oh, like you're on my heartbreak list. And he was like, why am I on your heartbreak list? He was like, we're literally in a relationship. I'm just gay. Like, it it was so funny. He was like, I never left your life. Like, take me off your list. Like, it was so, so funny. And I I really loved that. I think that's the goal. Uh, that's like the goal, kind of. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, for someone to be romantic with you, too. But to have a relationship where you're, like, so comfortable um that you can just like talk about like they talk about just about anything yeah and they're just like they're on they're like the perfect match for each other but just not they prefer different different things you know yeah no they're really cool i love their whole friendship just like sheree simon and rob i like the way that they help each other the way that they support each other all the advice that simon gives sharice like just I don't know. I like the way that they support each other. It's really sweet. Like a show about Sharice. I want to see Sharice's life. What's your life like outside of that store, outside of those people? Mm -hmm. I would know her backstory. Is there anything else you'd like to say about like Rob and how you connect to her? Okay. So we've, we've, we've discussed the, the romantic aspect of Rob. I relate to Rob as being the unrequited love, you know, with Mac. Mm -hmm. And I relate to Rob as being the one that's kind of being chased. But then you don't give that person enough of your energy because you're so invested in someone else that it just doesn't work to a point where you're in the middle and you, you kind of feel alone. So like Rob on her 30th birthday is, (laughs) that sounds so sad, but like it is to me, you know what I'm saying? Like at least right now in life, I think not like understanding like who you are 
because you're kind of uh you kind of forced yourself to be alone in a way just i guess because of what what's you know the universe has kind of forced you to do based on the people they presented you with you know what i'm saying like if i had options that were more i feel like especially what we've learned you know being in quarantine especially in the beginning knowing how to be alone i think is the most important thing that you can do for yourself in this life is getting to know yourself and loving yourself i think like that's you know being alone understanding yourself and then realizing you know when that opportunity presents itself you know like she wasn't ready for mac she had a lot of fear her fear was like being committed and being tied down being someone's wife you know so she had so much fear but i feel like you have to lose that fear and realize what's good for you like or moving to london with the love of your life i freaking wish like but what yeah yeah but okay so for you what was your favorite part of the show what was your like number one when rob and clyde were having the conversation outside of the bar for sure oh outside of the bar yeah yeah okay that was for sure my favorite part and then she and then she was just like maybe she was like i don't know i mean i really did like the ending but I mean, I need to wait to see if there's a second season for me to know, like if any, if, and I, I like more of like the heartbreak stuff, you know what I mean? So that was very like heartbreaking and emotional. So I was more like, oh, like loved that, that part more. Cause he was so like honest with her and like, yeah. Why what was your part? Favorite part? Okay. So mine, that's why I got so excited when you said Clyde, because mine was the end there was something about that end for me that just like clipped in so many ways mm. to my experience but uh seeing Clyde just like no like that she was really pushing him like okay but like are you sure you don't want me to like for us to you know nine mm. percent chance one said nine percent chance she was like well damn nine percent but um I think that there's something really 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 powerful along with Simon of someone finally putting their foot down to someone that's been playing games with you and their intentions aren't to like actually be with you when they make it seem like it is, you know? So I think that that for me was one of the most powerful scenes because he was like, no, 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 no. He didn't cave. And she's like, she's fucking gorgeous and like so cute. And like, and for you to say no to her, you know, or to anybody that you have, uh, you know, that I like a lot of love for, mm-hmm. that's a hard decision to make. So yeah. that's, yeah, that's a big one for me. Yeah. But he was like, he was looking out for himself and like, and now she knows that like, she has to work really hard in order to even possibly like win him back, like, exactly. you know, get what he deserves, that sort of thing. Yeah, he, he said, listen, you you need to uh, apply the pressure because I'm a diamond. That's exactly what he said. <laughs> that is so funny. No, no literally. Listen, it, I don't know what it was. Like, if, if it wouldn't have been Zoe Kravitz, would I have liked it as much? I think I still would have because the story for me is just like, ugh. 
man i think anybody that's like a musician or you know what i'm saying like it's just like, yeah like really loves music yeah yeah, yeah. okay the playlist hmm. oh, all right so good well listen two songs for me out of series euphoria uh god dang a song for you by donny hathaway uh hathaway i'm sorry the end like i think it was the last episode that song played <sighs> so powerful so so powerful and it like hit me to my core and I was like, gotta add it to the playlist. <laughs> and then in in High Fidelity, it was Pains by Silk Roads. The song that kept on playing when her and Mac were together at the end. It was uh, like, ugh, hit me in my chest. But uh, yeah, good music, good music. Like, yeah, really good sure. music. Yeah. I love, 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 love like TV shows and movies that like just focus on, mu- like really focus on music um i yeah they're like my favorite i feel like i would definitely recommend this show to like anyone i just like it's 10 episodes like why not watch it you know what i mean just see if you like it it's definitely better than the movie so and who doesn't want to stare at zoe kravitz for 10 episodes like seriously so are there any last words yeah, like Jay said, it's like, who wouldn't want to watch Zoe Kravitz? I'm not trying to sell this show, but I feel like, I don't know, man. Like, I feel like I personally relate to it so much. That's why I was so excited. And I feel like a lot of people can relate to the characters because they do a pretty good job of going into their stories, especially as it pertains to love, as it pertains mm-hmm. to like going into your head too much, things like that. Um but yeah, overthinking man. overthinking yeah. things and like our minds all we do is really just like overthink shit so much and it's like that's not what the other person's even thinking about the situation so i was like just chill out you know yeah thank you so much for talking to me kayla i really appreciate it i'll be saying